Welcome to Soul Flow Podcast, a podcast where we talk about any and everything spiritual. Now, please welcome your hosts, Melissa and Jason. And welcome, everyone. Oh, sorry, I'm kind of loud. To another podcast. Um, I'm your host, Jason. I am running this one solo today, um, but that's okay. Um, missed last week, which was the first miss since we started trying to do these consistently. Um, but that's okay. It's been kind of crazy, hectic, busy, um, mainly for the wife, not for me. That's why I'm recording this and she's not here. But I wanted to I wanted to share some stuff, so I figured this might be a good opportunity to do that. Um, just a little disclaimer for the few people that are in um, the healing circle that we have, um, which eventually I'll be opening up to more people. Um, if you're listening to this before tonight's or tomorrow saturday um yeah today's friday if you're listening to this just know that most of what i'm saying is what we will be talking about so it may be a little repetitive but there may be something that i don't say tomorrow so either way um so today i wanted to talk about a couple things uh the first one is kind of related to the second one i at least i think so yeah they're definitely related doesn't matter if I think or not. They're related. The first one's toxic, toxic, toxic positivity. Um, it's something that I didn't get behind when I first heard it, cause it sounds ridiculous. Like, how can being positive ever be toxic? But it can. And I'm gonna tell you, there's there's a lot of explanations on how, why, and I you know, Googled it, found a website, found a couple of examples. So we'll just kind of go through what they define as toxic positivity and why it's bad. Um, so toxic positivity, according to this website, which is on the psychologygroup.com slash toxic dash positivity. In case you want to check it out, I'm not going to put a link in. So look it up. We define toxic positivity as an excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of happy, optimistic state across all situations. The process of toxic positivity results in the denial, minimalization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotion experience. So just being positive to stay positive, knowing everything's going to be okay, even though you're not okay in a moment, can be unhealthy you're in denial you're saying oh it's 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 all good it's all good but if it's bad in that moment whatever that moment is it's bad like and you need to acknowledge and recognize that even looking at things from a yin yang perspective you need that balance there has to be ups and downs even as i'm recording this podcast i'm seeing my sound waves as they're being recorded and guess what they're not straight lines and they're not all high vibes. Some are up, some are down. It's the way energy works, period. Any energy, your heartbeat, up and down. Any sound, vibration, up and down. So even looking at it from an energetic standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, whatever, even from a spiritual standpoint, spirit being just energy, right? it moves up and down. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So there's going to be more highs and lows, right? Even in a spiritual sense. 
So even just looking at it that way, like you have to accept that there are bad things. Um, so then they talk about like different signs of toxic positivity, hiding, masking your true feelings, trying to just get on with it by stuffing, dismissing an emotion, feeling guilty for feeling what you're feeling. So like feeling guilty that you're angry, you know, and, and I've, I've had these moments where it's like, I feel bad that I'm angry right now because I shouldn't be angry because being angry is not good and I need to be positive. I need to be happy. That's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You should feel all of your emotions as, as they come up, feel them. Don't identify with them. Don't be them, right? I am not angry. I'm feeling anger. There's a difference. There's a difference. You're not defining. And it's not even, there. there's even somewhat of a disconnect in doing that, right? You're detaching from that, but you're still owning that you feel it. As opposed to, oh, I'm only high vibrating. I'm, I'm only high vibing emotions, which means I can never... I can never feel anger because anger can't exist in this high vibe body. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. And if it does, then awesome. But you're feeling something and it sounds like anger. So feel it, Um, (laughs) which doesn't doesn't even the way I'm saying this, doesn't that sound like toxic positivity? Like I'm just trying to be positive about the negative. So just be aware of it. You know, Um, let's see some other ones trying to give someone perspective. Ugh, this one can be, you know, it could be worse. Instead of validating their emotional experience. Yes, I broke my leg. Sure, I could have lost my leg. It could be worse. But guess what? I broke my leg. I'm, I, and I actually didn't, so don't worry. But I'm just saying, in this scenario, the leg is broken. And like, let's be honest, and I hope I don't offend anybody by saying cuss words, because it's going to happen. In those moments, you don't give a fuck. In those moments, and that's okay. In that moment of breaking your leg, you're not thinking about how much stronger your leg's going to be after six months of physical therapy and three months of being in a cast or whatever the scenario, right? And that's okay because honestly, even from a spiritual standpoint, you should be focusing on the present. You should be present. You should be present with that break, with that pain, accepting that that's where you're at in that moment. And not thinking about it could be worse. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, on your own, if you want to be like, you know what, this could be worse, but this sucks and I still need to get through this or I've been through worse. So I know I can get through this, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a cakewalk, right? Like, be honest to yourself. Don't lie to yourself and be like, "Whoop, could be worse. Not going to complain about this. All is good. Da, da, da. Because if you're feeling some type of way, feel it. If you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling annoyed, if you're feeling whatever, feel it in that moment. Just feel it. And actually, there's so much more healing in that than the toxic positivity because that toxic positivity is just another way of deflecting, ignoring, and pushing down those emotions. Um, let's see what there you got a couple of other examples shaming or chastising others for expressing frustration or any other anything other than positivity same thing right like and not only that like when we do things like that you're invalidating other people's feelings and if there's one thing 
and I've learned many things in my life. If there's one thing I've learned about people's emotions is they are always valid. I'm going to say that again. People's emotions that they are feeling are always valid. Even when someone's being dramatic or overreactive to something, it's only only overreactive to you. And so I'll give you an example. Someone that's always dramatic, right? That's their that's their level of reaction to things. Maybe you don't quote unquote overreact. I just use air quotes on a freaking audio. <laughs> maybe you don't react that way or maybe you don't think it's necessary for that much reaction. But that doesn't matter because you're not the one reacting. You choose the way you react to things. Other people choose the way they react to things. They're all valid. If you don't agree with me, I don't care. (laughs) Last one that's here is brushing off things that are bothering you with an it is what it is, right? That too, right? You're not dealing with it. Like if something sucks and you're frustrated and you're just like, ah, fuck it. It is what it is. And I'm just going to grunt through it and not say anything grit my teeth like once again you're suppressing right this is all about the feels feeling these emotions and so now this is going to actually segue to my next part right i wanted to kind of briefly go over toxic positivity and then go on to the next so the next thing is kind of i've said this like seven times now hand in hand with this um holding space for people and I'm really going to like, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this in person with people tomorrow. So this is kind of practice, but along your spiritual journey, and especially if you're new to this, if this is new to you or, or even if it's not, maybe it's time to kind of like, I've, I've noticed at least once a year, I kind of check myself and I'll, before I wreck myself, I'll kind of go back and <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'll kind of go back and watch some basic or what I would call like intro to some of the things that I'm into or believe in spiritually to just make sure I've got the groundwork, check where I'm at with it and see if I'm still believing or practicing, right? So like law of attraction or whatever it is, whatever whatever your belief system, right? So holding space for people is something that, we forget to do sometimes. And so like, let's say you trying to use an example, say, say you have this new concept for the law of attraction that you discovered and it seems to be really working for you. Right? So every person you come across that has an issue that you think the law of attraction or this mindset or this different perspective, right? could help with their situation you want to offer that to them right but sometimes people don't come to you for advice sometimes they come to you just to vent or just to dump right and and that's okay like you'd have to be ready aware of it and you know as as friendships relationships goes like i think that should be established at the beginning of a conversation but also if someone's coming to you and they're talking and complaining or whatever, and they never ask you for help, they never say, what should I do? 
there's a chance they don't want help. There's a chance. So I think it's our responsibility as the listener to offer advice before you offer advice. Be like, you know, but like, honestly, though, you have to gauge it. and You really have to know because uh, I'm trying to give you an example. Like, let's say let's say I'm talking like I'm frustrated. Like, OK, I own a yoga studio. I'm going to use a semi real example. You know, it's it's been rough running a business the last year. So, like, let's say I'm talking to a friend and just just kind of venting and, you know, talking about some of the frustrations with, you know, dealing with clients or system issues or, you know, financial, whatever it is. Right. And so I'm I'm venting because I just need to get this shit off my chest. You know, it's it's still it's still weighing on me. Not that I'm not working on resolution. Right. Like I have some ideas and I have some things that I'm trying to play out and see if, you know, we can get it, get the system running a little bit tighter. Right. But that doesn't mean I still don't need to kind of talk it out. Sometimes talking out a situation can help you yourself figure things out in your head. Right. You talked it out. Maybe you realize that it's not as bad or that it's worse and you need to do something quicker or whatever. Right. Like there's so many scenarios, so many examples. But. You vent to someone and then they start firing off all these ideas they have. And maybe like just uh, it's like I said, semi real. So kind of personal. Um, what if five out of five ideas that they have, you've already tried, like you've already gone through it, right? You didn't tell them the whole scenario and every step of the, you know, your process and everything you've tried because that's not why you were having this conversation, right? You're, you're just trying to work through some things and now they're firing off all these ideas that you don't need. And so that can frustrate you because now you're like, Jesus, like, Oh, this is annoying. Now you're just like, oh, do this, do that, do this. And you're like, dude, I already tried those. I've already I've already tried these. So thanks for the help. And thanks for listening. Because <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, if you're not really listening to someone, if you're not listening to them and you're not hearing it, like if, if you here, let's let me start this again so you can actually listen and hear what I'm saying. If someone's talking to you and you're not fully present, fully listening to them instead of in the back of your mind trying to find solutions to their problems. I get it. We all want to help. We all want the world to be perfect, right? Whatever that means. We all want everyone to never suffer, feel pain, blah, blah, blah. But if you're not fully present and listening to them like a good person, friend, listener would do, then when you start firing off suggestions, you're letting them know that you're not listening. You're letting them know that you're not listening. Let me say that one more time. You're letting them know you're not listening. And that can be frustrating. Now you might not be the person on their list of, you know, few friends that they have that they confide in because they're like, every time I go to this person, you know, I just, you know, I, you know, I'm just, sometimes I just want to vent my frustration and it's like, I don't want to hear your freaking suggestions. So now I got to find someone else that I can actually talk to that's going to listen to me. So just know that. And, you know, that's, and that's really it. Sometimes sometimes people don't want help. Um, I'll give you a perfect example, um, which it, it, I mean, if people take offense, I don't really give a shit. That's the whole point of this, right? Um, as a business owner, like I get business advice a lot. Maybe not a lot. A lot more than I'd like. 
um, from people that don't own businesses. And I'm not saying that just because you don't own a business doesn't mean you don't know things, but it does mean you've never applied them unless you were a business owner at one point. So that can be frustrating. So I'm just saying, just just know your know your role, stay in your lane, respect people, listen, listen. But and so back to holding space. There's so much healing that can happen when you hold space for someone. So, and I'm going to take it a step further. So besides just listening, be the empath that you are. Because we are all empaths, whether we admit it or not. If if you've ever watched, and I mean, unless you're unless you're just a stone cold psychopath or I don't know what what's the, I don't know. There's some, some type of narcissist or something where you just don't feel right. As long as you have feelings, then you're an empath because if someone describes a scenario to you that you've been in before, you can feel or understand that. Right. And that's, that is empathy, right? If you broke your leg and I'm using a broken leg concept. So if someone, if you've broke your leg in the past, now one of your friends breaks your leg, you know what it's like, right? So you've you've actually physically gone through that pain. Or, you know, if someone's had a heartbreak in their, or someone's had loss in their life, right? Like we've we've all pretty much had some type of loss in our life, you know, unfortunately or fortunate, whatever it is, right? So when someone loses a loved one, like you have some empathy for them. Maybe you don't know exactly because your relationship was different and all that. But you have a baseline, right? So there's empathy. So another thing is, is while this person, this friend is venting and just, you know, expressing their frustrations, imagine how they're feeling. Imagine what they're going through and just be with them, right? Be with them with those feelings. Because like I said before, with the toxic positivity where you want to ignore those feelings or where you shouldn't be ignoring those feelings, but that's what toxic positivity is, Um. Now you want to, not only do you want to feel them, you want to feel them with somebody else and it's in a good way. It's not like you're taking on that negativity. You're, you're holding space for someone to heal. That's what it is. You're, that's literally what you're doing. You're holding space so that someone can let their feelings and emotions, right? Put them all out there. And then together with that love, right, with that loving, compassion, empathic feelings, connection, right, that's a way of healing. So just know that you're more likely to help the person heal by holding space than offering suggestions. And there will be times, right? If there's something specific, like, I don't know, if, if it's if it's something health-related and you've had something similar happen and you know, like, oh, if you put ice on your temple or something, it will help. I'm just using some random example because I don't want to think of anything. And if you're like, oh, I've, I've had something similar to that, try this. That's okay. That is completely okay if you've been through the exact same experience then it's okay but only if you've actually figured it out (laughs) because that's the other thing if you're still working on yourself or something like I have concepts that I don't share with people because I'm still working them out in my head these beliefs or these 
these different ways that I try to look at the world and the universe and just, you know, life and energy and everything, right? I just, oh my God, you guys heard the shit that's going on in my head. Oh, there's not enough time in a day, but we're getting there. That's why they got the podcast, right? Um, so you want to, where was I going with that? Yeah, you just want to. You want to make sure that you're, you're you're holding space for people. So that's really just what it's about. Um, I know there's a lot more explanations with holding space. I actually think Reiki treatments are holding space. Um, just uh, the way I explain it is, so it's a 60-minute session where I am channeling energy through my heart, out my hands, to help promote healing for someone. Healing and relaxation, mentally, physically, spiritually, right? That's all I'm doing. So for 60 minutes, I am holding my hands over you and I'm moving around or whatever. Just, I mean, even if I didn't, it would still work, but I'm holding my hands over you, giving up 60 minutes of my life. Now there is an exchange, right? So it's, it's, it's not free, but it's an exchange, but still, this is what I'm doing. I'm holding space for you to heal. I'm not healing you because that doesn't happen ever. You only heal yourself. Ask a doctor. Doctors don't heal you. They stitch you up. They patch you up. They sew you up. They stitch and sew. They medicate you, but they never heal you. You do the healing, right? Even if you put a Band-Aid, right? It's just a Band-Aid. You go home, body heals. So you're the one that's doing the healing, even if it's emotional. You still got to go through the motions and the emotions. So just be aware of that. Be aware of the toxic positivity. And don't be don't be afraid to be too positive. Just be cognizant of it, right? Be aware of these things that I talked about. You know, hiding your true feelings. Um, just just going with it, you know, just stuffing and stuffing and dismissing these emotions. Um, don't feel guilty for your feelings that you are having if they're not positive. Um, don't minimize other people's experiences. I don't think I read this one. Minimizing other people's experiences with feel-good quotes or statements. Um, yeah, I do that sometimes. My favorite one is hurt people hurt people, right? Someone tells you someone bad did something or so, you know, someone, someone bad. Someone did something to them, right? And you're just like, well, you know, hurt people hurt people. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Yeah, well, we've all been hurt. I mean, God, if, if you've gone through life, if you're, if you're 20 plus years old and you have not been hurt, shit, I take that back. If, if you've been through middle school and high school and you haven't been hurt, you, you're pretty damn lucky. So we've all been hurt. So we're all hurt and we all hurt people at some point. And that's not okay, but it's okay. Like I get it, that doesn't make it okay. Trying to give people advice or trying to give people a perspective, you know, it could be worse. Make sure you're not doing that too much, right? Um, and then making people feel bad for feeling negative, for having negative emotions. Um, I know I do it sometimes, but there's certain ones. Okay, so if you're not familiar with Reiki, there's these five precepts. They're, I guess they're similar to like the Ten Commandments, right? So one of them is, or they're all just for today, right? Just for today, I will not anger. And just for today, I will not worry. I'm not going through all five of them. I memorize them. Don't worry. I'm a Reiki master. Um, but just for today, I will not worry. 
So I know there's times when the wife will say like, oh, I'm kind of worried about this. And I'm like, well, just for today. And I know that. So to me, that's similar to toxic positivity, but it's also reminding her of a commitment she made. So toxic or not, it's something that we're supposed to try to live by. And even in those moments, it's okay because it's just for today. So she made a mistake. It's okay. You can start for the, you know, just for the rest of the day. I'm not going to worry anymore. Or you know what? I'm going to worry until I get this figured out. So I'm guilty of it. Actually, I think I just did that to her like yesterday. Um, thank God she's not here to confirm that, but I definitely did it. So I'm calling myself out. Um, so then the other thing that I wanted to talk about, and I kind of touched on it, but I'm not going to go too deep into it, is um, I feel like, you know, I just I just watched this documentary on HBO, and I wish I knew the name of it. It's it's called Fake Famous, I think, or something. It's about how they make these social media people famous, even though they're not famous by buying fake followers and comments and likes, which anyone can do on all the social media platforms. So some of the people you're following that, you know, have a hundred thousand followers, like 40 of them, 40,000 of those could be fake, um, or more or less. You know, they say, they say people average, like the big people average like 8% or something like that. I don't know. So if you got a million followers, yeah, you do the math. I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. Anyways. So where was I going with that? Okay. So like, there's spiritual people too that we follow on YouTube and Facebook and all that. Some of them may, may be fake. So where was I going? Okay. Jason's gone. Earth to Jason. All right. Back to earth. What I feel that a lot of the spiritual leaders need to start doing is being more vulnerable. And I've seen some of them and it's, and it's good to see, especially from the ones that I really like, because it makes me like them more because they're doing the things I think they should be doing. So, you know, and, and I'm right all the time. I'm joking. Um, we need to be more vulnerable. We need to be more raw and honest with you guys, because guess what? Although we're telling you to, you know, stay positive, but not too positive, and to hold space and listen and you know every every week we get on here and we're sharing these different things and and a lot of them are life-changing and there are personal experiences we're not telling you these things because we've seen other people do them and they seem to work for them we're, these are things that we've applied to our lives these are beliefs and thoughts that 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 go through our heads and seem to work and make our life better help us navigate it through it a little easier um and and that's really it. But other than that, like we struggle too. Um, like I like I said earlier, and you know, I didn't really go into too much detail. Like this year, this last year has been rough. Um, what was it? it? It's almost a year ago that we actually had to shut down the studio for two months, three months, two three months. It's so long ago, I can't even remember. And it's been rough ever since. And even, even now, like we're, we're still in this transition of like, you know, trying to open, but we, you know, we, I mean, if it was up to us, we'd open up all the way and it's not just for money. It's because we want as many people to be in the studio because we see the benefits of the people that show up, but we also need to pay the rent. So it's a little bit of both. And, you know, 
it's it's not easy all the time so we struggle too like i yesterday i woke up and i felt i didn't feel like shit i just felt off i felt i had been feeling irritable the day before a little bit and i decided that i just di- i didn't want to do anything and when i mean i didn't want to do anything i didn't even want to meditate I didn't, I didn't want to go on a computer. I didn't want to record a podcast. I didn't want to go to the studio. I didn't want to cook clean. I didn't even want to eat. I, I literally, like, I sat around the house and sipped water. I stared out the window. I sat on the couch and just stared at the wall. Like, and that was too much for me. And that's why I kept changing what I was doing because I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to be. And I slept a lot. But... Today, now it's 6.30 in the afternoon on Friday. I've been going since like 7.30 in the morning, like nonstop basically. Took a, took a hour and a half break to chill with the wife and we watched a little TV. But other than that, like we, I, I got so much done today. I worked on a puzzle. We got bills paid. We went grocery shopping. We ran to the store. In the different store, we went to Goodwill and donated some stuff. I cleaned out my closet. I got rid of a winter jacket. I vacuumed the whole house. I cleaned bathrooms. Like, oh my God, I was just like, I've done other, th- I did some studio stuff behind the scenes, got a workshop booked, sound healing coming up finally in April. I'm so excited. I haven't done one in a while. I, I mean, God, like, and I still have energy if you can't tell, like I can't slow down. So it was like, although yesterday sucked and I, I felt like, shit I guess like I didn't feel like shit it just felt off like I just honestly I, I kind of felt like this pouty kid that just seemed it felt like nothing was working and so I was like well if nothing's working then fuck it I'm not doing anything and I was just like arms crossed in a corner like mm, I'm not gonna do anything and guess what it worked because I didn't fight it it's what I felt but it happened I'm not this positive go 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 person all the time Maybe I am when I'm around people, but that's because I love people. I love your energy. If you got good energy, you're going to get good energy from me. No matter what mood I'm in. I could be in the shittiest mood, but if someone with good energy comes up to me, I'm feeling like I'm I'm feeling your energy. Fuck my energy. We're going to put it on the back burners. We're going to feel your energy and we're going to be good vibing, good times, right? Unless I'm just really down and it's not a suppression. It's just a let's roll with what we're feeling. So if you make me feel good, then we feel good. So I don't want you guys to think that like, you know, it's, it's, it's all unicorns and rainbows. I wish it was, I wish it was, but that's just not how it is. But I really did feel like, um, we need to be more honest about that and like, let you guys know, you know, like when I'm sitting up here talking to all these people, like I'm I'm no different than you guys. I'm still figuring this shit out too. I don't have, I don't have all the answers. Sometimes I think I do. But then I remind myself pretty quickly that you don't. Um, so I got an answer for everything, but it's not always the right one. I've always had an answer for everything. Ask my mom. <laughs> but yes, we struggle too. We're we're not we're not immune to it. We it happens, you know. But I think I think sometimes you know seeing people on social media and hearing these podcasts you know and it's it's it always seems like everything's great and going their way and and hell maybe it is for some of them maybe 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 they got life figured out or maybe they've just i don't know 
it's not where I'm at. And I know it's not where a lot of people are at. And so even if some of these, you know, gurus are at a place where everything's perfect for them, whatever that means, at some point they weren't. Right? So acknowledging that I feel like is more important than ever right now. Like we, we need to make sure that you guys understand. You guys listening to me right now are just as special as I am, if not more. We're all special. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I truly mean that. Like, I, I see potential in every single person I meet. I see unlimited potential in every person I meet. And that same potential's in me, too. So we all got it. And you may think I'm ahead of you just because I'm recording a podcast. But trust me, it doesn't take much to record this. I can give you some advice real quick. Not on this podcast. But if you want to message me, I can tell you really quick how to start a podcast in less than, 50, in less than, well, in less than $100. All you need, if you already have a laptop or computer, you can get a mic. You can get a decent one for 50 bucks or less, depending on your budget. You can download a free program to record your audio. And it costs nothing to upload podcasts. That's it. This mic that I own that I'm talking to right now, which is amazing, is the second mic I bought. The first one I bought was like $30. It was okay. It worked. Actually, I thought the sound quality was pretty good until I bought this one. This one was $50. That's it. 50 bucks. If you can, if this is something that you aspire to do, you can do this for $50. So I'm not, it's not like I saved up a ton. Now I have a nicer setup than that too. Though I, I got mic arms and I got a nice headset and a very nice computer that I invested in, but I'm a computer nerd. So my setup's a little nicer, but I can take this $50 mic, take it to the studio on my laptop and still record the podcast. And that's actually where we did record our first one. So just know that, know that, know that like we may make it like, it's, it's crazy how sometimes it seems like what, what I do is so easy for me, but so difficult for others. But that's so not true. It's so not true. It's just as easy for all of you. It just takes a little time and effort. I mean, it takes, you know, I do, I do 30 minute podcasts and you know, it's, it's pretty easy. I take 30 minutes out of my day. I hit record and I start talking. Um, it takes practice to get to that point. You know, I think, I think, you know, man, I'm, I'm almost at 35 minutes right now. And I think I've done a pretty good job of talking the whole time. It's taken practice, you know, but you got to start. So if you're out there and that's what you want to start on, start podcasting, start it, just do it. You don't even need a good mic. You could you could hook your headphones up to your laptop. Download Audacity. Spelled how it sounds, Audacity. You could, you'll find it easily. And you literally just hit record. And you're done. It's that simple. Like I said before, there's, there's tons of forums out there for info on how to record and how to upload. Like I said, I, I can give some minimal basic advice. I'm not a pro still doing this learning this myself but you know that's what i'm here for so on that note i'm gonna call it one uh, i'm glad i got to record this hope hope you guys got something out of this um you know i did share a few topics so hopefully one of them you know sparked sparked you or made you think um but i want to end it on one note so besides the gurus 
that need to be raw and honest, you know, and, and, and let you guys know that we struggle too. Um, don't believe everything we say. And it's not that we're lying. I, I don't want you to think that we're liars or something, but if, if you love me and Melissa and I, and you just, you, you think we, we speak a lot of truth or, you know, a lot of things that we say resonate with you. Don't let that make you, that's the word I want to use. We're going to just say lazy and just believe that everything we say is it, right? Everything we say makes sense. So, yep, that's it. Jason and Melissa said it must be right. Roll with it because there's a chance we get some things wrong or we have the wrong perspective because my perspectives have changed. Um, I think it's one of the exciting things about recording podcasts is eventually I'm going to look back on some of these and be like, wow, like my thought process definitely has changed over the years. Listen to anyone that's had a podcast for like more than two years, listen to one of their first episodes and then listen to the other one besides the fact that they're probably talking better and you know, quality of their podcast probably bumped up or, you know, because you learn from everyone and things things you can do to get better or whatever just know that where i just lost my train of thought just know that okay all right (laughs) my mind went blank i think it's because my time's up spirit's telling me to stop talking so i'm gonna listen i'm gonna trust my intuition and end it here i want you guys to know that I love you, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Even if I've never met you before, I still love you. Why? Because you're you, period. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. And if not, just know it could be worse. Ah, toxic. No. (laughs) But that doesn't mean you shouldn't have perspective. So take that perspective sometimes, you know. Don't be down on yourself all day long. Oh, my God, I could talk all for days. All right, I'm going to stop. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day, life, week, summer, spring, everything. 2021. Peace.